Hey, Unnaturalists. I'm Emily. I'm Andy. And welcome back to another episode of your favorite true crime podcast, Unnatural. Part two. Yes. Part two of our look at the 19-year-long mystery into Mora's disappearance. She was a 21-year-old college student who vanished in rural New Hampshire shortly after her car crashed into a ditch. Mora seemingly had everything going for her. She had been an honor student, a star athlete, and an upstanding member of the community in her short life. Much of that we discussed in our previous episode. Check it out if you haven't listened. But as we learned in that previous episode, shortly before Mora's crash and vanishing, there were a number of odd things that happened. But after she went missing, Countless conspiracy theories began to pop up all over the internet. Some of them credible, some of them utterly ridiculous. Yeah. Today, we're going to look at the events that transpired after Mora's disappearance and what her own family believes took place on that fateful day in February of 2004. This is the disappearance of Mora Murray, part two. you've realized how long youtube has been around but it's been a long ass time now and boy have we seen some things like if you were around when youtube mm-hmm. was brand new there were there were some, th- some things there was some weird shit there was some weird weird stuff on there anyway by 2012 the platform already had millions upon millions of users from all over the world and On February 7th of that year, someone going by the name Mr. 112 Dirtbag uploaded a video titled, quote, Maura Murray YouTube.mov, end quote. Now, his username has a couple of different references in it. The 112 is a reference to Highway 112, the road in which Maura went missing. And the dirtbag is a reference to Mora's father, who repeatedly in interviews after she disappeared said that he believed it was some local dirtbag that took her. Okay. Now, this video is only 15 seconds long. That's it. But it's kind of chilling. In the video, the only image shown is that of a ski pass that was purchased at Bretton Woods Mountain Resort, which is around 40 miles from where Mora went missing. The date on that ski pass was February 11th, 2004, two days after she went missing. Two days later, after this guy published this video on YouTube, he put another video up. This one, even creepier, It was simply of a bald man with glasses laughing into the camera. And this guy's laugh continues to get more and more 
demonic until finally he just stops and he winks at the camera. Then the video fades to black and it simply says happy anniversary because it was the eight year anniversary of her disappearance that day. Mm. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, I don't like that. And he actually did make another video. The third video was uploaded shortly after. And for the most part, it just shows this bald guy, the same one playing on like a synthesizer or something at home. Mm -hmm. That is until the end when an image appears on the screen that shows something odd. Even more odd than the things we've already seen from... I don't know about more odd, but certainly weird. Mm -hmm. So let me do my best to explain this since this is podcast and you can't see it. It's a super creepy ass clown looking face. And to the left of the face is a strange like Z shaped image that shows a bunch of numbers on it. And the numbers are 1, 5, 27, and 8. After a few seconds, the face just winks and the video fades to black. Well, I don't there were like a number that. of... Yeah. An- again, super creepy. And what's it trying to say here? Well, a number of online internet sleuths were convinced that the image was kind of a map that looked eerily similar to the map of Bretton Wood. Bretton Woods Mountain Resort, the same resort that he had previously posted that ticket stub from in the first video. The numbers near the face appear to point to distinct places on the Bretton Woods map, leading many on the internet to do like a gigantic deep dive on the map and the video. And they even pointed it out to law enforcement. Yeah. And this kind of stuff just proves that if enough people get behind something, even if it lacks evidence or credibility, investigators will more than likely look into it and look into it. They did. Do does that, Do we all remember? Don't fuck with cats. Like rice. Yeah, that's a good one. How long ago was that? That was Ooh, maybe around the same time. Ish. I want to yeah, say it was like 2008-ish, maybe. Yeah. It feels like it was around the same time. So as it was widely speculated online that the original poster of these videos could be Mora's killer, and maybe he was dropping clues as to where he buried the body. That's what people were speculating. That's why investigators looked into this. And do you want to know what they found? I would love to know what they found. Absolutely nothing. Of course. Turns out the guy who made the videos had nothing to do with the crime. He was just creepy. He was just an internet troll, a sadist. Who knows what the hell he was doing? But either way, he was an innocent, creepy sadist. And And we know that for a fact, for sure. Yeah. Law enforcement found him, looked into him and even interviewed him extensively, only to find that he was just merely playing a sick prank. He was like, I just thought it was funny. I just thought it was a super funny joke. No, don't, don't, so don't weird. do shit like that. Just don't. It's not well, funny. Well, and I, I bring this story up, not to throw you off, but to just, just to show you that this was one of the many, many false clues that has been presented in the 19 years since Mora vanished on that February night. Because of the attention that these videos received, copycats 
soon followed. Oh, of course. Because weird, fucked up people love receiving attention, even if it's bad attention. Yeah. It's kind of just how it is. We've seen this with so many different murders and tragic events. Case in point, another YouTube channel called, quote, Maura Murray Loves Me, end quote. What? It was created in 2017. Its first video was titled, quote, Where I Put Mora." Oh, quote. my God. What the yeah. fuck? Right. And in it, somebody is just walking around a wooded area near an old shack with one of those filters on their phones to make it seem like they were using one of those old school video cameras from the 80s or the 90s. Yeah. Like the the footage is grainy and it shows the date on there. I'm sure you've seen those before. Yeah. Well, the second video was titled The End. It just opens up with the words, you were too slow. And it shows an, an extremely vague map pointing to the location where Mora's body was supposedly buried. These videos and many others like it are widely regarded as sick, juvenile hoaxes. Yeah. But unlike the first one I told you about, the person who uploaded them, as far as I know, was never brought in for questioning. And I would say that's because the local law enforcement doesn't want to keep wasting their time, their manpower, their money, their resources on every single one of these hoaxes, giving them more credence and validation, which, again, is exactly what these sick individuals are looking for in the first place. Right. But at the same time, like, I mean, did people, did anybody check up, like, find these locations and, like, I'm sure they still put somebody on it and said, hey... You'll be the guy who's in charge of looking at all this online shit and let us know if any of it has any validity. Right. You know? Yeah, because you don't wanna you don't wanna be like chasing all of these dead ends, but at the same time, it's like if you give up, like what if one of them was real? Right. Well, they were doing stuff around this time, just not necessarily looking at all these videos. Right. And While these red herrings have continued to pop up over the years, there are more credible theories out there as well. Okay, so I'm going to give you a few of these theories here. There are a number of them. First, the starting over theory. So there are a few things that maybe give this theory some validity. The massive amount of money that Mora's dad took out to presumably give her. He had stated that it was for her to buy a new car for the record, but some argue maybe he gave it to her to start a new life. There's also the fact that one of her internet searches sticks out from the rest, and it's a search I didn't tell you about last week. Just days before Mora went missing, she made searches online asking about the effects of drinking alcohol on an unborn child. Mm. Now, Some have argued that this could be a key reason as to why she wanted to get away and start anew. She was pregnant. The author, James Renner, he published a book that came out in 2016 called True Crime Addict, How I Lost Myself in the Mysterious Disappearance of Maura Murray. I wish I would have read that before this because it sounds like a great book. In it, Renner supposes that Maura could very well have used some sort of underground type of system to leave the U.S. entirely and maybe is living in Canada at this very moment under another alias. Yeah, but that's so wild to me. Like, 
I what? would like These to things look, happen. I like, do they though? Do they? Yeah. I mean, people, there are, you know what? We should do an episode on people we should. who have completely faked their death or started a new life and stuff, because I'm guessing it's more people than you would realize. For what it's worth, it's reported that they did find birth control in her vehicle after they got into her car, which is something you probably wouldn't need if you're pregnant. But that could also just be said that maybe it's just a force of habit and she just had it with her. Yeah. And also, she was studying to become a nurse. So these Google searches could have been for a class or something, maybe. But the starting over theory does, I would say, hold a little weight as she had been going through quite a bit in the past few months and maybe she just wanted a fresh start. And yeah, but like, don't disappear and like worry your family and friends. I mean, like, if you want to start over, at least send a text. Just be like, hey, I'm disappearing. You're not going to hear from me ever again. Bye. Right. Well, and maybe it had something to do with her mental state at the time. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. This is a tougher one because while it's absolutely no one's business with who somebody else sleeps with, it was reported that she allegedly had had an affair with the university's assistant track coach and some others in the weeks leading up to her going missing. Like faculty? Like other faculty? And, well, the the track coach and then maybe uh, some other students or something. But uh, according to those who were close to Mora, this was pretty unlike her. Could be a sign that maybe something psychologically is going on inside of her. Something that tends to become clear in individuals when they reach her age, and that's called bipolar disorder. Her age is usually when you start to figure this out in someone. And this could explain some of the manic things that had been going on in the time before her disappearance. And many of those with bipolar disorder report the strong urge to give up and start anew. Again, all speculation. I'm certainly not a mental health professional, but it's certainly a prevailing theory. But it's not the only theory. Here's the Billy theory. The what? The Billy theory. Who the fuck is Billy? Well, if you remember in our last episode, I actually briefly spoke about Mora's boyfriend, Billy, but it was only a sentence or two. As it turns out, Billy, Billy, Billy was kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> Shocking. A man? Yeah. (laughs) Her friends, after the disappearance, mentioned that Billy was extremely controlling and was not only constantly calling Mora and checking up on her, but he would also call her friends to see if he could catch her in any lies. Doesn't sound like a beautiful, trusting relationship there. Now, it doesn't appear that Billy could have had anything to do with her going missing, though, as he was in the army at the time. From what I gather, he was stationed in Oklahoma in February of 2004. Can we prove he was there? A couple thousand miles away. It sounds like we can because... In the previous episode, I told you about how Billy was actually en route to the Northeast, and that's when he received a voicemail on his phone that he thought may have been from her. 
there was some loud labored breathing on the oh, yeah, yeah. voicemail. Yeah, that was Billy because he was on his way to see her, but he was going through air, airport security at the time of the voicemail. And that's why he didn't answer it. But maybe Billy could be the reason why she wanted to start a new life and get away. Yeah. After her disappearance, Billy had several run-ins with the law. And wouldn't you know it, a number of domestic violence issues popping up, including one just a few months after Maura went missing when Billy was reportedly heading to a hotel with a girl that he met at a party when he allegedly grabbed her by the neck and said, quote, I'm going to kill you like I killed Mora. Intrigued by the dark side of things like murder, kidnapping, and sex cults? What about when the criminal is your favorite musician or actor or director or writer? Hollywood might look like all glitz and glamour until you take a closer look. But I'll tell you one thing that kind of point of view can make you more vulnerable. From Roman Polanski to Mackenzie Phillips to Judith Barcy to Kurt Cobain. Summer predators and summer prey. I'm Dee Dee West, and I just might ruin your childhood. Follow my podcast, Broken Limelight, where I cover celebrity true crime stories. For more information, visit brokenlimelight.com. Again, that's Broken Limelight. Follow it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. Billy! What the fuck, dude? (gasps) Say it ain't so, Billy. Yeah, that's definitely a yikes for me. If he would say something like that again, it was alleged. Um, Years later, though, Billy was fired from his job in 2011 when he allegedly sexually assaulted a woman on St. Patrick's Day in the office at work. Then on Valentine's Day 2018, the married Billy dialed 911 because his mistress had received a wound on her head. I'm In sure 20- she probably fell down the stairs or like Right, not, yeah. Like, Nothing no. to do with Billy, of course. No. In 2019, Could- in 2019 his mistress, unsure if it's the same mistress or another one, filed a protection order against him for stalking. Oh, what's that? Where's his wife in all this? Well, I'm guessing his wife is just happy that she's not around him or he's not around her. You know, she's probably, I mean, if all these other women have had issues with Billy, I'm guessing his wife did too. Yeah. Where's your That's lawyer? That's my guess. Just last year, Billy was sentenced for the St. Patrick's Day sexual assaults. Sounds like it was 
dropped from a felony to a misdemeanor after he pled guilty. Stop giving rapists plea deals. Yeah, especially it, it happens a lot on their first offense and it's like maybe you should set an example on their first offense so they never fucking do it again. Yeah, you'd think, wouldn't you? Instead of letting them off easy. Oh, but like a first offense on like a drug charge? 15 right. to 20. First offense on sexual assault? Nah, that's fine. I'll just give you a little slap on the wrist, serve 30 days maybe, pay a little fine, then go about yeah, your business. Ridiculous. Don't even get me started. Uh, we have the Butch the Bus Driver Theory. You ready for the Butch yeah, the Bus Driver that, Theory? That's what I was thinking a little bit when you were talking about it. I was like, did the bucket, was it the bus driver? Was it Butch? <laughs> did he try and cover his trail by calling 911 and being like, hey, look, there's a girl. And then four minutes later, wait, she's wait, gone. Wait, wait. I don't know. It's a little sus. So you were, you were thinking about Bush and, Butch in the last episode. You just didn't want to say anything at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was thinking and I was like, oh, man, I was like, buddy. OK, well, let's get to the butch, the bus driver theory. Mm-hmm. It's actually probably the lowest on the totem pole for me. Well, um, <laughs> believe it or not, um, no bus, bus driver named Butch. But there are a lot of theories online on YouTube. I saw like one that was an hour long that tried to point to butch, the bus driver, despite no credible evidence. A lot of it is just because Butch kind of looked creepy and he was 300 pounds and he was a bus driver, which I would say is pretty unfair. Would you, though? Just because of the guy, you know, drives a bus around. I mean, come on. Well, I think it's the fact, like, I mean, you as a man. Yeah. Don't anybody is a threat. Like when you're a woman, especially if you're alone, anybody's a threat. To be fair, the guy just happened to be coming home when he saw Mora stuck in the ditch, and he did call police right away with a detailed explanation of his conversation with Mora and told him what he noticed, not to mention he helped with the initial search, and police never seemed like they thought anything was off with him. Yeah, but how many so, criminals insert themselves into the investigation? It's true. It's true. But, I mean, I think he was vetted thoroughly, and nobody ever considered him. Seriously. The other theory is that Maura Murray was abducted. It was a theory that maybe a stranger found her. Maybe shortly after Butch left her to her own devices, Maura took off on foot. A car spotted her, picked her up, and the rest was history. One reason people suspect this is that dogs were brought in to search for Maura not long after she disappeared and were given the scent on her gloves. The dogs only made it about 100 yards from the car down the road before losing the trail. That kind of indicates that Mora could have been picked up by another vehicle. Mm-hmm. Now, search dogs aren't 100% accurate, right. but it is a little sus, I would say. Yeah. And remember, there was only a seven-minute window from when Butch called the police to when they actually showed up. So Mora easily could have walked down the road, flagged down a vehicle and took off. Maybe it was an opportunistic killer who chanced upon her, or maybe it was someone 
who had been following her. Maybe she stopped at a rest stop or a gas station and somebody followed her after that. Yeah. I do rewind and remind me what her like her purse and her phone and stuff wasn't left in her car. No. Right. That was no. never found. Yeah. Okay. As far as I know. Yeah. But there was never any activity on her phone or like nope. credit or cards her or bank anything. or her bank account. Yeah. Uh, Butch also did say that he saw other cars go down the road after he got home when he called the police. Maybe Mora reevaluated her situation, decided that Butch might be calling the police and figured that she should leave as soon as possible. Maybe not in his creepy school bus, but maybe another vehicle down the road. Right. Hmm. That kind of leads to the next theory. Serial killer. Because just one month later and less than 90 miles away in Montgomery, Vermont, 17-year-old Brianna Maitland vanished in a very similar way. She crashed her car in a ditch. No trace of her has ever been found. Say it with me. Sus. Sus. I don't know. That, that. But how weird. Like, let's let's pretend the two are related, right? Yeah. How just like weird. Like, do these people just like drive around and like right. look for these Wait opportunities? For yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they fucking That's do. That's the thing. But it's That's like, the thing. It, it, be, all of the other stuff leading up to this would lend me to believe that that would be a pretty big coincidence. Yeah. Um, just all of the other weird things that happened before she disappeared, you know. But again, it's a possibility because another girl went missing in the same area. Yeah. Similar and similar story. It seems like the FBI might think something is sus, by the way, because in January of 2022, so this is you know, 18 years after Mora went missing, they placed her on the Violent Criminal Apprehension Profile or VICAP. You know, if what? you think that if you think that nothing happened here or maybe she died of exposure or whatever. Yeah, what aren't you why, telling us, guys? Why would you put her on VICAP? Yeah. Um, and I know her father has brought that up before. Um Another theory is the suicide theory. Eh. Not only did Mora seem to have a myriad of emotional issues and life stresses going on at the time, there were a few things that she did that maybe could have been taken as she was getting things ready. She tidied up her room and seemed to have packed many of her items in boxes. Uh, she re returned a few belongings that she had borrowed to friends and classmates that didn't ask for them. Some of her possible destinations that she had that she had searched online were places that she loved and places that soothed her. Sometimes when people take their own life, they go to a familiar familiar place. Yeah. One could see these things as possible evidence that Mora was thinking of taking her own life. I, I don't know how I feel about this one, but it. Felt like it should at least be mentioned. I mean, so far I'm not convinced of that one. Yeah, that's like on that's like on the bottom of. Well, tell me what you think of this one, the crazy neighbor theory. 
This theory surmises that one of Butch's neighbors had something to do with Mora's disappearance. A guy by the name of Claude Moulton lived about a half mile away from the crash site with his 18-year-old girlfriend. He was 38 at the time. Mm, nice. And they reportedly had been together for four years. Okay. So you do the math on that. Mm, icky. Even even creepier. And creepy, but nothing to connect him even remotely to this crime, right? Well, what about when in 2009, Mora's father, Fred, received a long knife in the mail from Claude's brother, Larry? Yeah, that's kind of fucking weird. Well, Larry told Fred that this was the knife that Claude killed Mora with. What? Mm-hmm. He said that the two, that Claude and his girlfriend had been acting kind of odd right after the disappearance, and he later found this blood-stained knife in Claude's glove box. Okay. But I would have to... I was going to say, I'm, I'm sure there's a buck coming and I would have to assume that he turned that over to authorities like immediately and there were Fred tests did. done. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Fred ga- tried to give the knife to police. Initially, they refused to take it. Eventually, they did. But this is where it gets a little gray area because apparently for something like that to be admissible in court, it would have it would take a lot of hoops to jump through a lot of hoops to jump through especially since Mora's father received the alleged murder weapon from someone else like okay, i don't want to go still, into like, all of the legal issues with this but there would be a lot but they did take it and i before you get to what you need to say let me just tell you i will say that many of larry's own family members asserted that he made the entire thing up because he thought he was going to get some of the reward money so there's that there's that okay and apparently now claude had some kind of run-in with fred murray later too is at least i read something about that i couldn't definitely say that it happened And I'm not sure exactly what it was, but also for what it's worth, Claude refused to let police search his home. Although. I wonder why. Well, look, let me just say this. I'm not sure how much I would argue with that one, considering due process and illegal search and seizure and the fact that I I don't want to live in a police state. And I mean, imagine this. You have nothing to do with this crime whatsoever. But cops still want to search your property. And maybe you say, yes, they search around your property. Could maybe somebody plant something on your property? I'm not saying that's common, but it has happened. It is possible. It is. So even if you have something, nothing to do with it, you might still be a little, eh, I don't know if I want you guys to search. Maybe you guys are trying to pin this on somebody. Maybe you just want this case to go away. See what I'm saying? Now, again, this Claude guy sounded like a creep. I mean, he was living with an 18-year-old girl, but I can see why he would be hesitant at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, now, I get Now, what it. were you going to say? 
Oh, well, I don't remember. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, the knife being tested. Yeah. So, I mean, like, regardless of how he got it, right, test it. Is it her blood? If no, then like move on, whatever. If it if it is, my guess is my guess they is they have tested it. And That's is that guess. maybe why she's on? Um, Could be. What's it called? Vicap. Yeah. Maybe. Could be. Could very well be. Now here's another thing that you might some more information you you might want to uh, be able to discern what happened here. Law enforcement has never released any information on this knife, but Claude and his girlfriend, they eventually moved out. You want to know what the new owners did? They bulldozed everything. No. Actually, Oh, they let the police come in and search? The new owners brought in cadaver dogs to search the property. And you want to know what those dogs found? What they find? They smelled human remains near the closet or at least what had once been human remains in the closet obviously they weren't there anymore that's what the dogs found and to my knowledge i haven't heard anything since so maybe police are working on something there Mm -hmm. good for the new owners though right yeah I'm sure whoever Claude, whoever Claude sold that to afterwards, he was probably like, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, dude, we're not going to do anything with the home. What are you talking? No, we just want to live here. And then like the next day. All right, bring them in. Bring in the dogs. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. So those are most of the theories. And finally, we circle back to what. I called last week Occam's razor, which is the simplest explanation is most likely what happened. And that's that Mora panicked after thinking that the cops were on the way, just took off, got lost in the woods and died of exposure. I don't know which of these theories is the most sad, to be honest. All of them. Yeah, there probably isn't an answer to that. Hmm. What do you think? There's a lot of ins and outs and a lot of ways you can go here. Being unfamiliar with the area and like the woods, I want to say she didn't just take off and die. Yeah. I'm looking at the neighbor, honestly. Is it weird that we hope that it wasn't that more than anything else? Is it weird that we want it to be? the neighbor we want it to be a opportunistic killer more so than her just dying of exposure i wonder why that is i mean no why is that i don't know i i don't know like i obviously don't want her to be murdered or like kidnapped or whatever like if she has to die i guess i would rather her just like get lost and die in the elements instead of being like brutally killed but just like the world that we live in and like knowing what happens to people mm-hmm. often i just feel like i feel like that like being abducted and killed is more probable than 
getting lost and dying. Really? Even with everything that kind of led up to that, with her issues with the law, with her alcohol, with her crashing the car, probably being a little paranoid. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to say either way. I'm just saying that is kind of what happened to lead up to this. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to speak to it when we are just getting like secondhand information and everything is in hindsight. And like, we didn't know her on a personal That's level true. to really like think to know what she would have done. And everybody has baggage. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's hard to say. It is hard to say. I mean, I... I don't know, maybe even just like her, what if she did hitchhike and she is in Canada or Europe or somewhere right now? And like she did just do like a full reset. But at the same time, like I don't and I don't know a lot of like stories of these people who do do that, you Mm -hmm. know, but. It's, I mean, it sounded like her mental health issues aside, she still had good relationships with her friends and her yeah. family and like her siblings. So I just don't understand how like, let's not with say, her boyfriend, not with her boyfriend, but no. And he should be in prison. Yeah. Um, but that's an aside. But I mean, like there have been times in my life where I wish that I could just like take off and run away and start over and just be like, fuck it. Would but you I also, still go ahead. Go ahead. But I also know that like, if I was seeing headlines And, like, news coverage of my disappearance and people, like, the people that I care about being, like, we just want her found, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't think. That would get to you. Yeah. I don't think I could stay gone. You know? I would have to tell somebody. Yeah. Same. And I have plenty of issues going on up in this noggin, okay? (sighs) Tell me that. Oh, I know. (laughs) I know. Would you still somehow do the podcast? <laughs> I could call you, um, you know, Herkelgol or something. Oh, it's my European friend. She's filling in for Emily since Emily's disappeared. And you could like speak with an accent or something. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'd give it a try. Yeah. Hello, unnaturalist. I'm Urkel I'm Andy. <laughs> I just keep going like nothing had happened, and I never even explain. As you know, oh, our dear God. sweet favorite <laughs> podcast host, other than that one person that left that review, Emily has gone missing. And while we are searching for her, we do have Urkel here to take her place. You know what? I would, yeah, I would actually do an episode on you being missing. I think maybe. Well, may- I should fucking hope so because if you maybe. went missing IRL, I would be up in this bitch every single day. Like, get, call everybody you know. We're going to find him, dead or alive. If we find him alive, I'm going to kill him myself. You know? Would, would you at least do a two parter on me or do you think it would not warrant that? I don't know, just depend, I guess. <laughs> I would do one episode every day until you're found. Uh, good, thank you. So it could be two parts. Yeah. It could be a hundred. 
you never know. You never know. We'll, we'll have to wait and but, see. Actually. But the episodes no, would be don't. would be really bad compared to what we're dealing with now because we wouldn't have anybody around to edit it because I don't know. I'm not fucking around with that shit. So that's basically it. Um, her dad has released some um, letters open to the public and in one of them he just said, my family and I remain deeply appreciative for your unfailing support you folks have given us throughout this continuing struggle and also for your constant digging for information and following possible leads. We couldn't have continued and we'd be nowhere without you. And Maura's sister, Julie Murray, has a lot of info on the case as well and has even gone out of her way to debunk some internet theories. You can check out her TikTok at Maura Murray Missing. That's it. That's all I got. So sorry we end on a cliffhanger here. We may never know what happened to her, but I certainly hope that we find something out soon. Yeah. We'll and, a, and again, if you have theories or if you just want to tell us which one you think is the most credible. Which, how could you not after hearing all of this? Exactly. Come hang out with us on our social media. You can do so on Instagram at unnatural the podcast we have a facebook page unnatural a true crime podcast you can also send us a gmail unnatural the podcast at gmail.com and as always be sure to rate subscribe follow and share us with your friends and we will talk to you next week see you then with the new emily episode yes and in the meantime be sure you make good choices and don't get got bye Hey, do you know what the first YouTube video ever was? No. Okay, well, it's still on there. You can check it out. It was submitted back in 2005 by, I believe, one of the creators of the platform. That makes sense. And he's at the San Diego Zoo checking out some elephants. And I think he makes a penis joke in there. Uh, I'd have to go back that, and... That tracks for 2005. Watch it. I'm pretty sure it's some kind of... a. Uh, penis joke there right oh yeah it's enough that you will constantly have to be worried and you never know which guy is that kind of guy yeah well I mean because you know? like let's look at I'm just gonna use Ted Bundy for instance because I just rewatched um, that movie on Netflix with Zac Efron um, whatever yeah. it was called I don't remember it was like a weird shockingly just awful and vile like whatever you know what movie I'm talking about uh, yeah, that was the same movie that you told me you were never going to watch when it was in the making. That It was that movie. <laughs> did I tell you that? I probably yes. did tell you that. That's fine. I watched it. I've watched it twice <laughs> now. So I take, I take back what I said. Part two. I'm ready to go. Almost. As you just like said. A hair. There's a hair inside my glasses. And I Don't you hate it when you see the hair, but you can't find it? No, but I really don't appreciate that you just flicked me off. That was rude and uncalled for. Sorry. Okay. (sighs) Where were we? We were about to recap last week's episode.
compared to what we're dealing with now because we wouldn't have anybody around to edit it because I don't know. I'm not fucking around with that shit. That's why I need to show you how to do it one of these days in case the worst happens. Right? <laughs> don't You're put like, that no. energy out there. You're I like, do not claim no. this energy. I do not Even claim then this I wouldn't energy. edit it. <laughs> Even yeah, even then. Well, but then like we wouldn't we wouldn't really have too much of a problem because we wouldn't I wouldn't be going off on these like weird side tangents. That's true. Probably yeah. because I'm it would the just one who be leads me. you down that. Yeah, it's usually me that starts it anyway. Yeah, so we, I would just have to figure out how to like put the music in there, and then and then <laughs> like clip when you say it and don't get got. Just toss that into every, like the end of every episode. Uh, you'd be right as rain. Don't okay. get got like Andy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't even do that anymore without coughing. God. Okay, I'm stopping.